Hello, welcome to Wisdom Moment with Prophet Benjamin Fodjo. He is a voice called to restore the dignity of humanity, to demonstrate the power of the Holy Spirit, to reveal the true identity of Christ in us, to raise and build people of absolute dominion, to raise a fearless generation, to bring salvation to the unsafe, revival to the brokenhearted, liberate men from captivity, to reveal the absoluteness of the Holy Ghost, to break the walls of denomination and bring about unity in the body of Christ across the continent. And now, today's message. We are still on our subject for the month of September. Like I rightly said, whenever we are chance and privileged by God to hear God concerning what the man holds in mind for us, it's our responsibility to understand what he says. Am I communicating? Now, I want you to know one thing, that every species in God's kingdom will only have life based on the requisite knowledge they have. Am I communicating? There is no way God can count something life until God sees the requisite knowledge man has. Everything about destiny is built on knowledge. Am I communicating, church? That is why a man's inability to know that which God has said concerning them can make them walk in destiny. So knowledge is life. Praise God. That is why, like I said, you just don't come to church to pray. You come to be encouraged. You come to be impacted with the rightful knowledge. Now look at me, church. I want you to know that the truth that has been communicated in the scriptures is an endless thing, if that makes sense. Because the truth access is not just God telling you what you need to know. It's about God reflecting himself in his own word. So since God has no beginning, he has no end, truth is endless. But in destiny, there is an exact truth you deserve to make you in life. Am I communicating, church? That is why whenever we teach and preach like this, you should open your heart. Am I communicating? I've told you this. Every miracle that must come upon the life of a man must be communicated based on how much of God is in him. When the word of God is not strong in your heart, forget God. Praise the Lord. One thing that will make a man believe in himself and encourage himself in a place of pain is how much of God will you have in your own heart. The Bible said a time came when David went for war. He came back and his people were taken away from him. The Bible said, and David wept. He cried. He cried until there was no power to cry again. The Bible said, and David encouraged himself in the Lord. Now, I told you something on Wednesday. I keep saying this to you. The Bible says a man sat for 38 years by the pool of backside. Am I right? The Bible says anytime the angel came to stir the waters, what happened? Before he enters into the river, somebody overtakes him. Don't forget, his people were there to carry him to the pool. But before they realize, somebody goes out of him. And God to me, this about life. People may look at you and tell where you need to go that God bless you with. But just because they wouldn't want to see you become great in life, they will leave you alone. So in life, destiny always alone. Am I communicating, church? That is why whenever we teach and preach like this, you must keep it in your heart. David said, your word have I kept in my heart so I don't sin against you. Am I communicating? So please, let's, let's pursue the knowledge of God. Let's go for the knowledge of God. We shouldn't just hear the word. We must be partakers of the word. The Bible says faith comes by what you hear. So faith can go by what you hear too. Did you hear me? If faith comes by what you hear, then faith can depart by what you also hear. The Lord is good. So let's, let's, let's dwell in God's word. Let us live in God's word. Let us become what God was is. Because trust me, that is the only moment you have life. Somebody said, glory. I bless church. So let's go back to what we began with. We are, we are talking about the subject called fruitfulness. My God. God will do something tonight. I, I sense it greatly in my heart. Let's talk about what fruitfulness. I think 
So last week, Wednesday, I began with fruitfulness. We spoke about, I told you that there is no way you can be fruitful as a human being without you understanding the concept of God and man. Am I right? I spoke about living in God, staying in God. Number two, I spoke about you changing your thought patterns. In other words, you know, we have so many believers today who claim they are in Christ, yet they haven't changed the way they think. They forgot that if God will ever access you and give what you deserve, it will be as a result of how you think about yourself and think about him. Trust me, whenever you hear the believer who preaches faith, speaking the language of impossibility, it means they haven't understood how to think and act faith. Am I communicating, church? So everything, for instance, if I'm to give this lady a white shirt, and then the shirt goes black in two days, it is not because the shirt is dirty, it's because the mind is dirty. So everything about the life of the woman must showcase the mind of the person, if that makes sense. The way people portray themselves on the outside is how they think about themselves. So God says, I will restore your soul from iniquity and pain. But as to what becomes of your mind, you decide. Am I communicating? That is why people must go for the exact knowledge they deserve in destiny that will make them so many life. Am I communicating, church? And I told you on Wednesday, which I'll go deeper about today, about the place called obedience. How to receive God's word. Whenever God wants a man to be fruitful, he sends you a word. Now, your character in accepting the word will not determine how long the British should stay with you. If that makes sense. I have told you that even though God has the power to take away from you what he gives unto you, it is your character that determines how long the breakthrough should stay with your own life. Am I communicating, church? God, in his essence, will not decide the longevity of your pain or gain. Your character does. Am I communicating, church? You know, most at times, look at me, church. Most at times, we have this feeling that whatever God has given us automatically belongs to us. I told you, in God's kingdom, you can't own a thing. Because if you own a thing, you share the same inheritance with God. It can't be like that. You can't own a thing. You are only called as a watchman. You are only called as a custodian over that thing. So you may give birth to children. The babies don't belong to you. They belong to God. But God only access you through them. Am I communicating, church? So when people don't have this mentality, they, they, they now allow pride. That's why there are people here. You realize things are too tough for them. After God gives them one-tenth of their answered prayer, they now go back to the world. All because for them, they came after the things God can give them, not God himself. I'm a teacher, church. That is why God will not mind. Look at me. I taught somebody this, and I keep saying this to you, church. If God wants 100 years to change your life, spend 90 years working on your character. Did you hear me? If God would want 100 years from you to change who you are to become somebody better, spend over 99 years changing your character. You know why? Because just you contaminating your character in one year can corrupt investment for 99 years. Am I teaching your church? It is a pain for you to be entrusted with something and something about you makes you lose it. God forgives. He doesn't forgive consequences. If that makes sense. God has the power to forgive a man for everything they commit. But as to whatever you did that brought you the consequences, he will not stop it from you. He will let you pay for it. Am I teaching church? Yes. So I told you that the way we receive the word of God, the way we receive what God tells us also matters in God's kingdom. Am I communicating, church? So I think if you came on Wednesday, I made us read uh, the parable of the sower. Am I right? So please, Richard, let's go back again to it. So I can give a deeper meaning there and then give us our fifth point. Or let me say fourth point. I hope this series is blessing us. Right, wonderful. So uh, on Wednesday, God gave us something very deep, something very deep, something very, very, very deep. Now, friends, let me say this to you. Let me say this to you. Let me say this to you. 
you will need this understanding for my life, church. I want you to know that the Bible is a revelation of what God can do, not all he has done. Oh, did you hear me? I said the Bible is what? A revelation of what God can do, not all he has done. I want you to know that the realities of the spirit that were conscripted in the scriptures can be written back in our days. Oh, am I talking to people here? Am I talking here? I want you to know that God telling Moses to stand in front of the Red Sea and opening the sea into two can take place again. Because the state of God has never changed. Oh, do you believe that? The same God that made Mary, you know, go pregnant without anybody touching Mary. God has a way of exemplifying that same grace through you for his own name and his own glory. You know, it's a problem when the only testimony a believer shares is what God has done and not through them as well. It's a pain. Because the reality of Christ mm, prefers that that which he has done, it can be done again. Because if it is God, it should be rewritten. If it can't be repeated, it wasn't God. Oh, I'm not talking here. The Lord wants to see that you expand in every field of color into. Yes. That is why when a man becomes faithful in his act with God, he gives the multitude. The Bible says anywhere Christ entered, multitude came after him. If, if you become stagnant, something is wrong somewhere. It means there is something you haven't understood yet. Everything that God has said concerning you in spirit, you must understand the underlying character that brings that prophecy into fulfillment. Who am I communicating? God does not believe in small lives. That is why men who have small vision, they can't go anywhere in destiny. Oh, either makes sense. Some people, eh, they are self-centered. If that makes sense. They, they have never looked at life from how God sees them, and that's too dangerous. That's why God must make prophets tell you what must happen to you, so it changes your motive in destiny. God says, go forth and be fruitful. The earth has only respected men who expand whatever they do. Oh, I'm telling you, friend. Oh, I'm not teaching here. Yeah. The earth has only respected men who command results. Because resource alone is a defense system in the system. Yeah. Oh, praise God. So I told you, I said, friends, there is something you don't know. Whenever the word of God is coming like this, it's like Jesus Christ sitting at, sitting at the seashore and looking at you. And the way you accept God's word and how you go about it alone can determine if it can be fruitful. Let's jump to verse 4. Oh, are you blessed, please? On Wednesday, I gave a very deeper word here. And as he sowed, some seed fell by the wayside, and the birds came and devoured them. The verse number five. Some fell on stony places where they did not have much earth, and they immediately sprang up because they had no depth of the earth. Now, God has shown us two kinds of people in this scripture here. If you get this mystery behind this, you will not cry again. Oh, did you hear me? <laughs> if, if you get the understanding behind this, you will not worry again. So I'll be very glad. I, I didn't know that our podcast messages, bless you, children, our podcast messages were blessing people. 
This is the first kind of people that God speaks to. Anytime you come before the Lord in the place of prayer, and the Lord speaks unto you by prophecy, when the Lord makes his intention known to you, it is like God who is the sower implanting something in your life. Am I teaching you? The earth he's talking about here, it means two things. The earth as a person and the earth as a character. Right? Am I teaching you? When the Lord says, what's the name please? Lauren. Okay. So when God says, and Lauren here is blessed, God is speaking to the earth as the person and the earth as a character. Because before the Lord, this flesh that she possesses has to stand in heaven. Right from the inception of God's kingdom, the flesh has never been part of God's plan. So what God sees as Lauren is the character she possesses. Oh God. Am I teaching here? Talk to me. Am I teaching here? God is good. So God says there are people, they cry unto God for miracle. They cry unto God for breakthrough. They cry unto God for answers. But the very moment the instruction is being given to them on what to do for them to work in God's prophecy, because they wouldn't obey to hear God's voice, automatically it's like a seed has fell and then some way, somehow, it's been taken away from them. I want you to know that in God's kingdom, the process you use in attaining a miracle is as important as a miracle itself. The Lord has never celebrated the end of anybody without first checking their track record. If God can't assess and accept your track record, he can't verify what you have in your hand. Yes. Because in God's kingdom, the potency at which production carries is as important as manifestation. Yeah. That's why if you miss any class of the spirit, something about your life that will tell us you've missed something. Oh, you don't know. Eh? A lady can be very educated. But if care is not taken and the love the mother gives her is never real, something about what she sees on the outside will make her belittle the love that women have for their own children. If that makes sense. Whenever people talk, listen to what they talk about, listen to their emphasis, it's at a revelation of whatever they've dealt with, suffered from, and what they believe in. <laughs> Praise the Lord. So God says there are people eh? They are chance to hear God's voice. But that instruction that was given to you to obey so that what God has purpose now comes to pass because they didn't act immediately on that word. It is like a seed fell and somewhere, somehow, it didn't find expression. Now hear me well. If you are chanced by God to hear God concerning your matter and then you don't prioritize that word with your own life, you might never be chanced to walk in axiom grace again. Let no one deceive you. You can live anyhow and come back and ask God that Father, I'm sorry. That sorry does not guarantee God's trust. There is a system at work in God that ensures that once you are sorry of your mistakes, life must be given to you. But as to that predestined grace that was orchestrated by God for you, you can't find a special with your life. Because that blessing at that time was connected to time. Am I teaching here? Look at me. Today might be Friday on the earth, but in heaven, it can be assessment day in the spirit. If that makes sense. Now, the character of God ensures that somewhere, somehow, something about God must pardon us for the things we don't know of. 
Whereby when we are chance to walk in that grace and glory we think we don't deserve, wisdom can bring us back to where we started from. Haven't you seen people walk in some level of graces in their life and they know that only God can do this? Ah, you've been to the hospital and all of a sudden they said that sickness couldn't go. And before you realize, they told you that, ah, you've been healed from, you know that you didn't do anything. But some way, somehow, God healed you. Now, it might not be as a result of your obedience at that time. Maybe in the heaven's kingdom, your time was accessed and God says, let us ensure that she works in this grace so she can remember where God picked her from. <laughs> oh, am I teaching you? Hey, can I say this to you? If you are insensitive to the place of time, you are insensitive to life. That's why as a believer, you can't live anyhow. Because your stronghold and advantage is your act of discernment. You've been able to tell what God wants you to do at a particular time. <laughs> ah, Abba, if you are here and you are a true believer, there are times you can wake up from your bed with matters in your heart. Where God can tell you that for some reason, don't eat fast on that day. You may not be able to tell why God is saying that to you. But after some time, when something happens, he recalls and says, ah, I perceived in my spirit that this day was a sacred day for me and not to eat. Most people, eh, when they are trying to hear those voices, they feel it is their, it's the, their mind speaking to them. So they now preach that contract with God. And God says, no, heaven came to aid to accept you. But since you chose to honor your flesh, that time has left you. So if God was giving you favor to fast track your record, you will not go back again to the main record. Sir, that realm, when it departs from you, if you cry for mercy, mercy can't come. Because everything you are called to portray, there are 7,000 men behind you. Elijah says, am I the only surviving prophet? He says, you think you are holy? There are seven holy men who wouldn't even be afraid to stand before Jezebel. So if you pride yourself in your present state, I'll kill you before time. If that makes sense. I want you to know that in this kingdom, your exit is someone's entry. Ah, you may come to church and then you hear the man of God release a prophetic statement concerning a seed. But your bank accounts is telling you that why would I have to waste my time to go stand and give the offering? Haven't you seen some people they began their Christian faith by giving offerings? And then they become immature by telling themselves if I don't sense in my heart to release this prophetic seed I might not do it. Meanwhile, the prophetic statement coming from the altar is God speaking directly to you. Can I say this to you? It is not the prayer alone that gives you the answer. It is the advantage that God creates for you by allowing mercy pick you out of the queue that gives you breakthrough. If you miss it, you have lost it. Huh? There are people that will come to church for ages and they never see God. Because any time, time comes to them. They forget time. So God says you are the first kind of people. He drops the word either by prophecy or by inspiration. But for some reason you are hardened at heart. And you just can't obey what God has said. And God says forget. Can I say this to you? I repeat. Let no one deceive you. I repeat. If what you are doing in this present state of your life has no place in heaven, you are wasting your time. Tell me. Because nobody in this world has ever been remembered for how many cars they build. Nobody. 
The Bible says one of the reasons why God was forced to bless Abraham was that he was going to institute the kingdom by bringing his whole household into God's house. Am I teaching you? When people get to understand that life is no more theirs, life is God given unto them, they live with discipline here. You can't live anyhow. Am I teaching church? Oh, praise God. This kingdom is a kingdom of total obedience and sacrifice. It's a pity. Because the enemy is riding. The enemy has taken advantage over the ignorance of men. When will people see? When? 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 Look at me, church. David knew that King Saul was after him. David was a man of the spirit. He knew that if he kills King Saul, who happens to be the sitting king of that kingdom, somewhere, somehow, somewhere, somehow, Somebody might cause him pain too. They told him, God has finally given unto you your enemy, King Saul. Why don't you kill this guy in this cave? He says, I dare not touch the anointed. The Bible says when David tried to hold the hem of the man's garment, the Bible says his heart was not hit with stroke. Don't forget that at that time, King Saul had let God pattern, whereby evil spirits could work through him. Yet the grace of God was so eminent in his own life. That even the hem of his garments could cause a man to have stroke. Do you know why? David was walking by the spirit and you could tell that since the man is after what I want, if I also pay him back, that evil has caused me, I might lose my time. He didn't know that God was assessing David out of the queue into a place called grace. Somebody say time. Oh, say time. I'm not teaching here. So, whenever Jesus... Look at people stand on the altar to pray. He's not moving the prayer. He wants to see if he's to speak to you at that time. What would your reaction be like? That will tell him how true you are about this miracle. I bet you, if you are poor, you can never be humble. Because there's nothing to sponsor your pride. Yeah. The second group of people. The Bible says this time. The seed didn't fall away. It says, at its fell, it sprang up immediately. And because they didn't have enough earth, it died before time. Can I say this to you, church? If God does not build up people for things, things will kill them. I'm telling you. You know, it's, it's a pity that believers haven't understood how patience works. I want you to know that impatience will lead to the abortion of your expectation. I'm telling you. I, I need to understand that if you are impatient about destiny, you, you, would, you, would, you would crush yourself. You would crush life. You would crush destiny. When a man becomes impatient, the devil becomes the god of your own life. They will tell you what to do. There is nobody who has been impatient in life and they've always had a successful and never, never. I told you this. When God watches a man to make a mistake and then humbles him in a mistake, it is better than that achievement that makes him proud. If that makes sense. Oh, yeah. Now, say to me clearly well. You may receive a miracle from the Lord. And you know by nature this breakthrough doesn't look like something I prayed for. Oh, hello. Are you aware? That God will give you more than what meets your eye. Oh, talk to me, church. Oh, am I right? 
Never in time has God given anybody any testimony based on what they pray for. It is something above your own expectation. That's God himself. If that makes sense. Now look at me, church. When God gives you something, he will not give you the knowledge on how to guide that thing. <laughs> oh, you didn't hear me. Oh, you didn't hear me. There is nobody that ever lived in the days of the scriptures that you saw God giving them knowledge on how to go about it. So King Solomon sat and said, Father, in order to keep the people, give me wisdom. If Solomon had not asked God for wisdom on how to rule the people and rule the legacy, God would have watched him walk anyhow. That's God. And one thing, when a miracle is coming to you and the word of God is not solidified in your heart, it will shock you that the miracle will now teach you how to live your life. Oh, if that makes sense. Oh, I'm right. I have watched women ask God for things. They became very dedicated to God when they were asking God for those things. After they were chance to have access to those things, they now forgot what they did. Now look at me. In God's kingdom, I want you to know that consistency means life. If that makes sense. I'm teaching you. should. I told you before. When God tells you He wants to use hundred years to give a miracle, use ninety nine years to work on your character, because it can determine how long the miracle should stay or go. You think you have seen it all. You don't know what tomorrow holds. I'm telling you. Oh, God is good. <laughs> Am I complicating? No, you, you think you've seen it all. There, there are things you have no idea about. I'm telling you. Yes. There, there are things you have no idea about. I have a pastor friend in USA. He's a mighty prophet. I used to preach for him back in the days on Zoom during the COVID time. So one time I was having service and I saw that his wife had a pot on his head, on the head. And I said, man of God, Please, forgive me if I speak in a language that doesn't suit you well. But I said, the Lord says your wife will soon leave the Christian faith and join the world. He says, prophet of God, I so much believe you are anointed. But for this prophecy, it can't be true. Because my wife brought me into the faith. My wife led me to Christ and made me a powerful believer. So that's fine. I said, but you hear answers in two weeks. So he called some of my friends and got angry. Said, Why do you guys patronize this boy? Very arrogant boy. How can I tell me my wife is this? Now, the lady said she went for an event, a private event. And then they began to share drinks. For some reason, they gave her alcohol to drink. She didn't know. She tasted the alcohol. It says from that time, her desire for alcohol increased. If she doesn't drink beer in the day, she can't sleep. So she would hide and drink beer. Until one day, poverty came to the house. When she had to take care of the man, the man lost his church, lost money. So the lady was working. <laughs> and you know, if a woman is not virtuous by character, and she becomes the owner of the house, she will tell you how to live, true of us. Oh, yeah. Well, am I communicating? Unless she carries God. If, and even those who carry God, how many can, how many can do that? I hear. Oh, God is good. 
Now, the, the lady would openly drink alcohol in front of the man. And he says, if you're a true man of God, you would have seen that the prophecy your brother gave you was correct. They divorced two weeks ago. And the lady has sacked the guy from the house because the lady owns the house. Now, in Europe and America, if you say you have beaten your wife, you are dead. So the guy wants peace. He has left the house. He has gone back to live in the car today. Prophecy I gave two years ago has manifested. You don't know tomorrow. I'm teaching you. So when God is telling a man to build capacity in the spirit, he's telling you that stand well because in the place of abundance, you may lose yourself. Oh, I'm teaching you. No, I'm being honest with you, friends and family. If God wants to rate how, how, how alive you are, he checks how, how deep you are in God. Because only dead men can carry God. Eh? There are people, they have no capacity in the spirit. So things can blow them anyhow. Anyway, anyhow. Anyway, anyhow. <laughs> oh, praise God. Uh, am I communicating, church? We are, we are having, come to the church. We are having countless testimonies. We are having, I repeat, count, countless testimonies. Countless testimonies. A lady that I prophesied to on Zoom, that was last week. I was having the session called Born to Prophesy. You know, for our 30 days fasting, there are times I just do the word and the prayers and we just leave. And the moment I do, it's really prophetic. Right. So God told me that the spirit of the lady's late mother came to call the baby out. Now, the, the girl lives in Yawunde. Yawunde is like a 10 hours drive from Limbe. Oh, you, you watched it, right? Okay. The lady said she didn't know what happened. She saw herself in Limbe. She lives in Yawunde, which is 10 hours. So she doesn't know how she saw herself in Limbe. Hello? He says, the day I gave the prophecy, she saw herself among strange men. When that prophetic word came, she saw that a road opened for her and she saw her old friend calling her to come. She followed the old friend to the house, left that day, and then gave the father's telephone number to the woman. The woman called and spoke with the man. When the man left, Yawunde went to Limbe. The man, the woman who called was a dead human being. He says, but this woman died 17 years ago. How did you meet her? God is good. The lady said, when I raised an altar on the platform, that was her last money in account on that day. And something told her that, let me sow this money for the fasting period. How am I teaching here? <laughs> if you don't build capacity by keeping God's word at heart, your miracle will sway you off. I'm telling you. Because truly speaking, what your tomorrow looks like, God has seen away from you. Oh, am I teaching here? I tell people, and let's pray now. The verse number seven. My time is up. Seven. And some fell among tongues, and the tongues sprang up and choked them. Verse eight. Number nine. Sorry, verse eight. But others fell on a good ground and ended a crop. Some a hundredfold, some sixty, and some thirty. I'm ending this in the next two minutes. Oh, have you been blessed, church? Clap your hands together for Jesus, somebody. Wow, wonderful. Powerful teaching. Please, listen to this gospel truth from me. 
when you are privileged by God to walk in a miracle he has given to your life, pray that God should give you the grace to be obedient to his voice. Because that thing you have would continue to, to find life when you stay in God. Oh, God is good. Am I teaching here? Yes. Whatever you hear that somebody has failed in life, it is because all the requirements they knew about the state in which they were in, they've exhausted it. So God says, open up to a new level here. Am I teaching here? If God wants to bless you, eh? And after he gives you one tenth of the blessing, pray that God should make you humble enough to hear him when he speaks to you. Because there will always be more to what you're asking God for. Trust me. Oh, am I coming to the church? I was there when Facebook sent me a memory five years ago. You know, five years ago, I used to do Facebook Live a lot. So I used to see that here, right? And then we would have a, a strong prophetic session. God is good. I mean, one time I told you that I will close service at 11.30 p.m. And then the members will still be here waiting for to talk to after the prophecy. <laughs> one time, then the mama slept in the office. We woke up at 4 o'clock in the morning. I did, I did counseling from 11.30 to 4.30 p.m. God is good. And this was seeing one case to one case. <laughs> Praise God. Because the Lord says that since he has honored you with that passion to set souls free, you have to deal with complaint. Now, I can tell you this. All the people that were chanced to walk in the one-tenth of the miracle they had to prophecy, you can realize they have gone back to stage one again. Do you know why? Because they didn't know that they could only facilitate that miracle through obedience in God's voice. They didn't know that. The fact once God has given them this, they are very okay about life. Oh, true of us. Simple and People can sleep today and then they change because finally God has given them answer. The miracle is not the paper. Because if you die today, that, pe that paper will not escort you. Listen to wisdom from God. That miracle is not marriage. Because the man can die and leave you. I'm telling you. No, that miracle is not just you giving birth to children. Because if you give birth to children and you didn't raise the kids in God's way, you've wasted time. You've wasted your life. They will curse you one day. I'm telling you, friends. The miracle is you've been able to continually feed yourself in God. So God can trust you enough with more things. I'm telling you, friends. Now, your obedience to whatever God tells you after he gives you a seed will determine how long it should be with you. Yeah. Eh? There are people, the only time they testified was 10 years ago. Even with that, God had to show them this. Oh, am I communicating, please? That idea whereby they will stay consistent. My father told me this. He says, not every prophet has a chance to hear God on a daily basis. He says, that idea whereby an angel stands by your side and the angel speaks to you 24-7. He says, it is a serious trust you can't break. Oh, I'm not teaching here. He says, you can sit at any time and then prophesy. One time I was watching football with daddy. There was a Real Madrid match. Everything looked like Real will not win the match. I think I was, I even told Richmond. I'm like, God showed me how the match will go like today. So I told daddy the scores. He says, no, 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 no. He says, from the way they are playing, <laughs> they will lose this thing. I said, God told me that it will happen at this particular minute, at this particular hour. So let's watch. We're there. We're there, sitting, watching the football. So daddy, <laughs> he says, no, bros, this prophecy not come to pass. I am not going to sleep. As daddy entered into his bedroom, we now shouted, go. 
when we checked the time, it was the exact time I gave. And the person I said was called the goal, scored that goal. It happened like that. I said, Thank God, you should have told me this early now. <laughs> oh, praise the Lord. You know, when God comes into you, everything about you matters to Him. Even what enters your mouth matters to Him. He can tell you that somebody's bringing some, don't eat it, don't touch it. You may not know why, because it is about your destiny and tomorrow. Because something can happen in your today, it may not reflect on to 10 years to come. The Lord told me that sin is a silent voice. It knows when to accuse you before the Lord. The Lord told me that in the spirit, groom is not just God himself, but anything that must bring you into intimacy with the Father is a groom. The Bible says the virgins were wise because they carried the word. But the Bible says they lacked oil in their lamp because the oil was a spirit. I'm not teaching you here. There are people, they only have an idea of how God operates, but they have not been baptized yet in the Holy Ghost on how to repeat what God gives them. If you can't obey God continually with your work with him, I bet you, you lose a miracle. You, you will look like some, uh, you will tell others I was once like you. When you look at our adults these days, uh, the aged people, they keep saying, don't be like me. Oh, two of us. Haven't you sat with an old man before? And he says, let me tell you how life dealt with me. And they tell you how things were for them. And how they were not wise enough to hold some opportunities. And they've lost it today. Yes. If you really want to be part of those people, church, hold what he gives you with gladness. Yes. Whatever he tells you. You see, we are fasting now. Eh? It looks foolishness to the carnal mind. Oh, anyone who doesn't believe in this thing called God, yeah, why should you starve? Starve yourself. <laughs> uh, you're a human being. You're working for yourself. You're getting your own money. One guy professed to this church. He says, his brother told him that to him, his God is his money. Thousand two is your God. Thousand two is your God. Thousand two. Just to him, his, his job, his job, his, his God. <laughs> uh, praise God. <laughs> praise God. He says, what am I to worry about in this life? He says, I don't come to this life to suffer. What should I worry? I have a place to lay my head. Why, why should I be worried? Can I pray for you, church? Lift up your hands. The grace to stay obedient shall become your portion. That oil to stay faithful shall become your portion. That grace to stay uncompromised shall become part of you. I speak over your destiny that may God hold you to the end. May God hold you to the end and grant you excess oil. It is well with the name of Jesus. Somebody say glory. Bring your feet, church. You have So, we will discuss this fruitfulness till thy kingdom come. Somebody say amen. Are you blessed, please? Lift your hands above your head. Lift your hands above your head. Lift your hands above your head. Someone should give me the oil. Lift your hands above your head. Can we pray here? Now, I'll be very glad if you can stretch your hands towards the altar for me. Mm.
In the course of the preaching, I saw that there were parcels and packages on the altar. Amen. Can we pray here? Yes. I saw that God had placed parcels and packages on the altar. Mm -hmm. And the Lord told me that in the spirit, things men have lost will come back to them again. Amen. Amen. Oh, the Lord is good. All the time. So God is telling me that every grace we are going to enjoy now is a resurrection oil. Amen. Jesus. Amen. Lift your hands towards Hallelujah. the altar. Somebody say, Lord, Lord, right now, right now, as I pray, as I pray, come on, say, Lord, Lord, right now, right now, as I pray, as I pray, anything, anything you have for me, you have for me, will come to pass, will come to pass. Come on, say, Father, Father, every blessing, every blessing you have for me, you have for me, will manifest, will manifest. Say, Holy Ghost, Holy Ghost, I prophesy, I prophesy over my soul, over my soul, that I shall walk, shall walk in glory, in glory. Now lift your voice and pray. Thank you and God bless you for listening to Wisdom Moment with Prophet Benjamin Fodger. Don't forget to share with us how this message has been a blessing to you and your family on plus 324-9209-0454 or email us at office at benjaminfodger.org. Follow Prophet Benjamin on Facebook, YouTube, podcast at Prophet Benjamin Fodger. On Instagram is Benjamin underscore Fodger. Twitter is Senior Benjamin Fodger. And on website is www.benjaminfodger.org. Raise the moment with Prophet Benjamin Fodger. The vision, the mission, the passion. <laughs>